It's back to a car. Yes. <laughs> here we all are. All three of us in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all here. We're back. You're tuned in. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Jake Eisenberg hello, and hello. Matt Beatty. We're going to talk about the news this week Just because kinda. the ball is back. All-Star Weekend is finished. Mm-hmm. Lots of happenings have been happening. We're locked in. We're locked it's in. To run home now. Yeah, to the playoffs. Man, we're we're like Jake a month. And I a touched month out. on it last week. It's how awesome. this is this is the business end now. Yeah. Teams either get serious or they drop off. And what's great is like last year we had like a, a race to the bottom. It felt like tanking wise. <laughs> it but, definitely felt like a yeah, race to the bottom. But but this year we've got awesome awesome races across the top of the east, top of the west, the bottom of the west. The bottom of the east always, always will suck, but like he like the the seeding battle across the middle is, of the the west. Yeah, is is awesome. Like yeah. there, there's a lot of really really interesting matchups from two all the way down to to the eight for for the west. So super exciting last twenty ish games. Let's uh let's start with the hottest man in the NBA. The glint in his eye right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like you've been waiting <laughs> so long. To, I'm wearing to my my ret my retro eighty four eighty six. Celtics Championship T-shirt specifically for the Jason Tatum episode we've all been waiting for. <laughs> he didn't play on those teams, I don't think. No. Was he, was he born? I don't think he was born. <laughs> no, he's still 19. You can't be born back. Yeah. <laughs> can't be born. No way. We were born. <laughs> no one was born. He's just he's just um, using that energy from the, the the energy of the garden is propelling him to greatness. He has right now. S- since All Star Weekend. He has ramped it up a notch. Even actually a little bit before All-Star Pe- People weekend. are kind of, you, you look at, since he was named All-Star, it's just been to yeah. the moon. It's like it validated in his head. Yeah. I am an All-Star. I think so. And I, I'm going to yeah. play like one. The level of confidence is the most obvious thing, I think, about the game right now. He's doing a lot of the same stuff, but the confidence is just through... He's backing himself. Through the roof. So, last, last 40 games, we don't want to have a too small of a yeah. sample size here. 24 points, 7 rebounds, 3, three assists, 46%, 40% from three-point line. So he's ridiculous. It's been unreal. He's a player that could pretty much help absolutely any team in the competition right now. Yeah, he's... Shut out Kawhi in that Clippers game. Been dominating everywhere. Jimmy. Well, yeah, I dominated, dominated Kawhi. Went toe-to-toe with the Lakers and LeBron. Dropped 41 in one of the best games of the season. Two of the best games of the year have been, or three even, the Celtics lost in overtime to the Clippers and then beat them in double overtime and then lose to the Lakers on in by two points off the back of some big Anthony Davis and LeBron performances by having going toe-to-toe. He was taking Anthony Davis one-on-one and his eyes were lighting up when he was yeah. being switched onto him. Kawhi, no worries. LeBron, <laughs> no worries. I ain't the only one left he's got to go through is Giannis at this point. Yeah. Well, right okay, now, Matt Beatty, as our most ardent and vocal. Yeah. How does this make you Jason feel, Beatty? This last eleven game Hater. stretch. Right. I just I said it before we started. I just have to appreciate greatness. <laughs> the buckets are going in, and then you know he's making shots, and the box scores are full. Look the at the tail are... between his legs. We, the chat in our group chat, you know, like he's he very well may be the second best player in the East right now. I think. Right now he is without without a doubt without the, with the Sixers just falling apart. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. Yeah, it, I sure. mean Siakam maybe, but like no, nah, I think Tatum's... he's. I think Siakam is his hot start is what Tatum's last month has kind of looked like. But Siakam hasn't been 
super excellent for the last kind of six to eight weeks. Well, yeah, he's been super excellent. He hasn't been like he hasn't been shocking us great. Well, like he hasn't, he yeah, he hasn't been like MVP conversation was the first yeah. month of the season. So yeah, you've got Giannis clear cut above everyone else, but then there's that second tier. I think Middleton, you have to put in that conversation because he's been really good. unreal. I think yeah. this has been the best season of his career. Like when Giannis went down in not down, but he fouled out of the Wizards overtime game this week. Giannis, uh, Middleton dropped forty-one, yeah, or whatever it was, forty yeah, points. Like he, he's more than happy to take on the leadership load mm. if Giannis can't. I think that was the most impressive win of the season, to my in my opinion, for the Bucks was they played an overtime game against the Wizards, and no one can win a back-to-back. Every time someone loses on a back-to-back, it's just oh, excuses, excuses, right? They come back in, fly up to Toronto in their house, and Toronto had a really good run. They looked like they were going to get in control in that first half. Massive run by the Bucks to close out the half and get it within two points. And then from then on, it was Bucks, Bucks all day and then up cruising to like a nine or ten point win, I think it was. And on a back-to-back against who's supposed to be the next contender in the East, obviously it's regular season, and you saw some moments of maybe the Bucks are going to get stuck in the mud with Giannis being, um, get that wall built in front of him. But it just opened up. They've just got guys all over the floor that can make plays now. Which yeah. is kind of like the Raptors model. And have the confidence to. Like, it's not like Giannis is, I'm Batman, everyone get it mm. to me, I'll save the day, don't worry about it. It's it's everyone eats. Like, I don't feel with Giannis it's the same with, say, LeBron and his Cavs teams, you know what I mean? No, it's, not, it's not like LeBron has to carry us or we're not going to get mm. there. The Bucks will be a good team even if Giannis doesn't play. Middleton mm-hmm. has shown that. Well, yeah, they've been they've been really good without him. And, like, DiVincenzo's come on really yeah. strong in his second year. Pat Connaughton's playing with a lot more con- confidence. Bledsoe's playing really well as well. I think that's their big playoff X factor. Man, Wesley Mas- Matthews yeah. has been as X factor for me. Like, when he tore his Achilles a couple of years ago, I thought, done, finished. This guy's, that's it for him. But he's come back mm-hmm. and he's pretty much the same player he's always been giving the Bucks exactly what they need in the starting five. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very it's well-rounded been... team. And so really the only challenger in the East I see at this point is Jason Tatum averaging over the month of February 50-point shooting from the three-point line yeah, right. on nine attempts per game. He's like on some Steph Curry shit right now. Yeah. And then just super quietly, Jalen Brown's averaging 22-6. and six. Yeah. Like... You you would think oh man Jalen Brown's really fallen off here but he's also averaging twenty two and six best year he's, yeah he's having his <laughs> having his best year and has definitely made the leap into the All Star conversation it's just Tatum's been on an absolute tear and if these do and without Kemba as well and you, you do worry a little bit about the about the knee but but now and and teams have started to double team Tatum at the top as he crosses half court they're getting the ball out of his hands which he's handled okay and had some really good moments but. Hasn't seen it before. Yeah, he'll learn from it. Hasn't seen it before. And when you throw Kemba out there, you can't hard double a guy at the top of the key because you swing it straight to Kemba and he's going to make you pay. Yeah. So You might have to. That's the gamble. That's the risk you might have to take. You've got to force Kemba or Gordon Hayward or one of these other guys to make a shot. How good has Gordon Hayward been? Has he been good? He's he's been up and down. He's been really good. Like, overall, he's been good, but his last couple of games have been a bit of a slump. He can't handle... It, to me, it seems like the mental battles. Dude, still. he got bullied. The yeah. he got bullied in that jazz game. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna the say the Utah crowd bullied him. Yeah, he immensely. he he. Every shot he took was like 
heaps like he made a mid-range bank shot like it was clearly not supposed to be a bank shot a lot of them were strong a lot of front rims clearly didn't have the confidence yeah he easily bullied uh the jazz crowd's tough man they were booing Enos Cantor yeah, the, yeah. what's anyone. that about? Who cares? They're still thinking about when he was. That's yeah. They hold on to a grudge. Who cares? He man? once was a jazz player. Yeah, I think the frustration of the jazz is more that they're, I think that's they're probably... in a bit of a slide right now. So yeah, yeah. it was a good, great game yesterday. Was, though yeah. Donovan and Tatum going at each other, doing yeah. Without Tatum going off yesterday, the Jazz would have gotten a gotten that big lead on a back to back. Oh, that was a super impressive win for the Celtics to play the Lakers then have to play Portland and the Jazz on, on a back-to-back in the altitude, sneaky home court advantage. Mm. Jazz can't take advantage, and all of a sudden they've lost four in a row. Well, Beatty, as our resident, well, maybe former Jazz fan now, the Celtics <laughs> yeah, Celt- yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, what, what do you reckon? What's what's going on in I, Utah? It's very discouraging, man. I, I don't know. Like The whole Conley fit has just been a disaster the whole season. Which is crazy. We were yeah. all like 100%, no doubt in our mind, that's going to be a super success. And yeah. it, it just hasn't worked. They haven't made... They haven't been able to fit you know their six or seven guys into a, a, a rotation that has worked for them. And then their, their greatest success so far this season is when Conley's been out. And Ingles has been in the starting lineup, and he's been running the pick and yeah, roll. Yeah, what was the go with that the other day? They said Conley, you're going to be benched. Ingles yeah. is starting, and then they benched oh. Ingles and started yeah. Conley. Like, Weird, all what bad, a mixed bad messages. look. Yeah, the it's, vibes are off. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, you know what it reminded me? It reminds me a little bit of you know when the Thunder signed Paul George and Mello. Mm. It was like one move too many. Like I think Conley kind of seems feels redundant on the team. Like his whole point of bringing him in was to alleviate Donovan Mitchell's ball handling stuff. I've but actually had this same thought and they've shot themselves in the foot I think by signing Bogdan as well. Well, I, I no, think Boyan Bogdanovich has been great for them. I think that's he has been, been. I think that's the move that they should have they, made. Yeah, I think the Conley was the move which is one too, too many. Yeah, because Bogdanovich has taken the ball a little bit and he has proven mm. a spot up man and he has provo- proven a facilitator and a ball handler and all this stuff and that's what they got Conley for. So if someone's already doing the job that they just well, got him for... I feel like it's more Ingles. The crossover is Ingles and Conley and, and not being able to get either of them to work off the ball. Mm. And it, and I mean, obviously, you don't want to be paying Conley $30 million a season to, to come off the bench. Yeah. So that's where... I don't know whether then it's ownership pressure as well. We're, we're paying this guy. He's got to start or, or what the deal is. But it's the fact that you it's being reported one thing and then an hour later they come out, oh, actually, no, it's another thing. They, they interviewed Conley. They asked him and he said... They told me I was coming off the bench. Then I went and had a nap. When I woke up, they told me I was starting. Oh, man. See, yeah, that's just that's such weird. a bad look. It's bizarre. Just go with it at that point. Yeah. Just let it, let it go and see what happens. I, I don't think Conley's a guy who's going to be exactly. have too much pride to come off the bench. I think between no, both of them. He didn't look like he cared. Yeah. He was like, I was like, all right. I'll, I'll do whatever. I mean, when they were on that big hot streak earlier in the season, you know, the vibes out of that uh, out of the Jazz were great. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any ego on that team. So it's very... It's weird to sort of see. It's so this true. Stuff. Like there's no like, like you look at the Celtics last year. There's a, the poison pill of Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie and Terry and and stuff like that. But you know Donovan, great guy. Conley's notorious for being an awesome locker room guy. I mean, I don't think Bogdanovich is going to be a dude that's Calling big enough. Pu- yeah. Maybe maybe he's a sneaky. Uh, where's he from? Not Serbia. Serb- Serbia. 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 Sneaky or Croatian. Se- Croatian. Either, either one of them. Sorry. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to get that wrong. Um, we shouldn't get yeah. that wrong. Eastern European sleeper agent. <laughs> yeah, Eastern European sleeper agent just poisoning the locker room but I don't even know if it's a locker room thing it just seems like a 
they're a team that clearly takes pride in winning. They want to win. They don't want to lose. It was Croatia. Yeah. Well done, Beatty. Thanks for picking me up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the other Bogdanovic is Serbian, I think. Yeah. Bogdan he Bogdanovic. He's on exactly. his team. Um, but it seems like the all the dramas are stemming from the fact just purely they're not winning the fit isn't working and it's frustrating them man yeah Mm. and i mean i've i've still got this question about gobert in the playoffs and and i don't want to get too much into that but i just Mm. i don't know whether i don't know whether or not it's i don't know i i I still think they can turn around between now and the end of the regular season and go on a streak and win some games but it's it's not good signs right now (laughs) yeah and where are they so they're they've dropped all the way to sixth now Man, they need to avoid Houston in the playoffs. Yes, they do. They That's need the to. Thing. One, I don't want to see it because we've already seen it two years in a row. Is that right? Yeah. And they're or, in their head. Yeah. We, yeah, and it's been bad for the Jazz both years. Yeah, and, and I don't think they'll be any better this and, year. And they played what was it last week? And I actually do think they'd be better this year, but we'll get into that conversation another time. Yeah. So I just, I, I just think it's a bad matchup against the like Rudy Gobert. It, it's in their head. I just don't think that Hart, he can hang with Harden and, and Russ. I just don't think it's a good idea. Uh, so, like, they're in six now. You almost, like... You really want Denver, I think. Or, yeah, you want, you want Denver. You, I mean, the LA teams, either way, are going to be difficult. Tough, yeah. So, you're just going to have to... I mean, at this point, it, doesn't, it almost feels like it doesn't matter who they get. Yeah, I, I kind of think that, yeah. too. Unless, unless they can kind of get the, the Thunder, who have jumped all the way to five now. They're a good team, man. The Thunder are Chris legit. Paul is the point guard. He knows how to play. Dude, the, it's like the point guard team. He's got SGA, Schroeder, three point guards playing at one time. It's a really, really... It's similar to Houston in the way that it's such a unique and different way to play, like style of play. So when you catch the a cross-conference matchup, the team that hasn't seen them at all this season has a really tough time with the speed and versatility of... Dude, SGA. He's playing he like... He can do everything. He's playing more like a... More like a two guard. He's I a one, guess. two, and a three. Yeah, he has a size. I don't know what to call him, but it's great. <laughs> he's like, he can take the pressure off Chris Paul if he needs to handle mm. the ball for a little bit. Great ball handler. He can find space. He's crafty to work his way mm. into the lane, and he's a phenomenal finisher at mm. the rim. So Chris Paul can still do his point guard stuff. He's been so good this year. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. It's like he wants to erase everyone's memory. Like, don't think. The Rockets' experience was because yeah. of me. It wasn't. <laughs> it's it's reminding me of like late career Kobe. Like he, the vibes of like the bad teammate. Not that Kobe was a bad teammate or anything like that, but like Kobe started to work the the media a bit more in his yeah. in his favor. Everyone's all aboard the Chris Paul bandwagon this season. Yeah. Like he's, he used to cop some of the most shit out of any anyone in the league for being a shit teammate and all that stuff. But he now got, he's a mentor, great teammate, underdog story, and it's fun to watch. That's why, man. If When he got like traded from the Rockets, he could have easily chucked up a stink. I don't want to play yeah, for the Thunder. Could've. I want to yeah. go here. I want to do this. That's what everyone everyone expected him to do. They No one expected him to play mm. for the Thunder. Yeah, we, yeah, we all and went then, for the under because we thought that they would be trading yeah, half the we roster. Yeah, got the team. But... um. He's won back this fan faith by just copping it on the chin, mm. saying, I'm not going to be taking any games off. I'm not starting the season late. I'll be there. I'll be playing, mm. and we're going to be a team. And it happened. 
I think he's just a pro. He's, just he's a, a pro. Ball, man. He just wants the ball. It doesn't matter where it is. And they play a good style of basketball. It's fun to watch. They play fast. It's Yeah, they're, they're winning games, man. That's the biggest thing, right? They, they got our boy Steven Adams in there. And, just... and they've got so many picks. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, dude. yeah we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on the, shit. the aftermath of that trade. I didn't yeah. realize it was seven. We should. Yeah. Seven versus swaps and all this. So they've it, got it, a good team already. It has the potential to be... Even worse than the Nets trade. Yeah. Like, if the Clippers don't win the championship, and you've given up who looks like going to be an all-NBA player in, in SGA and seven first-round picks, could get real bad real fast. It could, but... They could when, also win the title Bro- the next two years. When Brooklyn made the trade, they got, like, literally 40-year-old men. True. Whereas, they've got they've got the best player in the league yeah. in, their, in his prime, yeah, pretty much. so it's... Just saying, risk, though. Obviously, but... Um, it's pretty wild. It's one you would consider punting mm. on. I... I don't know if it's a little bit of hyperbole, but I actually feel like this Thunder season and the example they've showed is actually good for the NBA. Like, oh, for we, sure, we, man. We had so much tanking last season and a team that you would have been like, okay, they've got the seven first-round picks. They've also got their own picks. Trade Chris Paul, trade Gallo, yeah. get more picks, Dude, go you. full tank mode. And it's like, this is what you can do with a collection of pretty talented guys, but all that have bought in, solid coach, good culture. And one of the funnest teams in the league this year. Man, I 100% believe, and I'm pretty sure we made an episode about it back when it happened, but when they changed the draft system so that the top three, or the bottom three, should I say, all have the same odds, I think that flipped everything. Because you couldn't just race to the bottom anymore. Because even if you did, it didn't guarantee you anything. Yeah, I really do. I, I do think it threw people off. And you never, like, was it an anomaly with the numbers? But because it's, it is flattened out now. Yeah. So people, t- teams, don't get me wrong, can still suck in order to improve their draft position. Yes. But they can only suck so much with guarantees. So I don't think it encourages them to hit rock bottom like Philly did. Well, yeah. And I think the other thing as well is that my, I probably put more stuck in the fact that the Warriors were just a non-entity this year. Mm. And it, it, for the first time in five years, it's like we don't know who's going to win the championship. Mm. And combine that with the flattening of the odds, and it's just sort of there's, there's no real incentive for Oklahoma to, to tear it all down only to end up with the 10th pick yeah. or something like that. So you're right. And, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs and potentially mm. be a four or and five I'm, seed. That's insane. Mate, getting SGA to the playoffs yeah, outweighs awesome. getting the 10 pi- ten. Yeah, pick, exactly. 10 and, I mean, you still have seven picks in the future coming. Yeah. So it's like you've From already done your teams, rebuild. all you've, different places. Yeah. You've not got all your eggs in one basket. Like. Mm-hmm. Thunder will be just fine, and a lot of those, a lot of those Clippers picks could be juicy yeah. if the Clippers just after two after yeah. Kawhi's free agency and Paul George's free agency and he they leave, going, like, going oh. in with his knee or whatever. Yeah. And also, just this season alone, right now we got the four or five Houston and OKC. That would be red hot. Yeah, give oh, me that, mate. We, people talk about the Lakers and the Pelicans first round, and that would be yeah. Thunder Rockets, Westbrook, Dude, oh, yeah, if, Westbrook, if Chris Paul. Yeah. The whole world yeah. will be going for Chris Paul. Oh yeah, for sure. I, yeah, everyone hates the Rockets. Nah, revenge. dude, I'm kind of. Yeah. I like the Rockets yeah. a little oh, okay. bit. I'll come back they, they, around. They, they, I, I do like that they've gone all in. I love the ultra. I love the micro yeah. ball. Yeah, Rockets against any other team. I don't even like. It wouldn't. I wouldn't even look into it really. I would just be like, yeah, Rockets cool. That's fine. But oh. against Chris Paul's team, I'm now you're, now definitely you're in. going. Interesting. For Chris Paul. I kind of like this Houston team. I really hope they don't win the title because I don't like watching them. And I don't want I don't to mind like, it. I actually don't. I can I can do it like one in one in five games I watch. For me, it's more about just proving Wait. a point for for yeah. Maury to be like, dude, we just we just won, we just solved basketball. I think we need a whole episode on this, fellas. On the micro ball, <laughs> dude, the micro it's, ball it's fucking everything. working. Yeah, 
They've they've unlocked Westbrook by removing yeah. by, by the Capella the, the Capella trade is awesome if the result of the Capella trade is MVP level Russ. Yeah. And in, a championship. Yeah, a championship. Yeah, yeah. Even if they don't win it, like and they go to like toe to toe with the Clippers or yeah. the Lakers, it might just be Houston's history just, is that yeah. they're not quite good enough to beat the Warriors or Kawhi or LeBron. But as long as they like get to that, because they were they were in the toilet at, at one point this season. I think just strategically, like tactically, it's just interesting for a team to. It's the whole zigzag mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just doing something completely different. And now other teams are going to try and work out. Well, how do we counter this? And that is that in itself is interesting. It's a rental though. As soon as the Warriors are back next year. It's, what do you mean it's a rental? Well, like, they've gone all in yeah. on this thing to zig when everyone else is zagging. Mm-hmm. But Warriors zig too. So when they're back, it's not we're the only ones to compete with here. Oh. You've also got the Warriors to yeah, compete true, with. Yeah, true. But it's then it's, I guess, who does it better, mm-hmm. right? The but Warriors it, do it better. They but no, but, uh, I don't know, man. But the Warriors aren't the Warriors that the yeah. Rockets face in those conference finals. There's no Very Durant true. anymore. Very true. This There's is Wiggins. Not, this, yeah, that's... Yeah. He's been... T- wait worst comes to worst they flip him with their picks and go get something hectic no i just keep him and and just ride it out now he come off the bench or something anyway that's that's a no that's a whole (laughs) that's a whole thing he's not coming but i I don't i think i think the rockets can do this for the next couple years man like you wrote i don't think well you got many options you got hard and locked up so as long as you can kind of keep the rocos and the pj tuckers you gotta try and find some more like six eight buff dudes like Maybe we can get a first-round pick out of them for Semi Ojale. <laughs> Mate, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, even Macklem- like dudes you like Ben Macklemore. Like, Semi Ojale, I don't know about first, first, first. Oh, come on. Memorial hands those things out like candy. <laughs> Has he seen Semi in the gym? I'll send, I'll, send some, I'll send him some pictures. He can defend fives, tell you that. Um, but it's an exhaustive style of play. The Warriors and Steve Kerr has made a, a very strong point again and again and again. We use it in spurts when we need to. It's not there for the whole game. We use it to kill it. Yeah, but they didn't have yeah, a but- full roster of small ball. This whole team now is like bringing Demario Cal and Jeff Green. Now they're even deeper. And I, also the Rockets are very. I think the Rockets can play in a half court slower situation because that's James Harden, right? Mm-hmm. And then you give it to Russ when you want to go in transition and just go balls to the wall. Where I think the Warriors, it'll be interesting once Steph, once next season's Warriors will be interesting, just mm. how it plays out. And do they play Draymond full time at the five? Or what, you know, tactically, what are they going to do nah, there? I, I, I don't know. Either. Like, it's, yeah, but what do they do? Who's their five? You're going to run some cheap. You're going to run Aziz. Who, who's, who, was, who are you, Looney. Red Hot? Yeah, Looney. Like, he's going to get run off the floor by Roko yeah. or PJ Tucker. Like, that's, this is the, that'll, yeah. that's what will be interesting about basketball next season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how that plays out. I think. Yeah. I'm quite confident in Clay coming back 110%. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty confident in Steph coming back just fine. Draymond hasn't even gone out. He's still playing, so he'll be fine. And the rest of the team, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to work it out. Yeah, I think the other point is well, right? The other point, if you look at the Rockets' best five, you've got one non-shooter. Yeah. And it's, then yeah. you have to put out a Warriors lineup that can match that. Draymond is your non-shooter. So mm. then do you have four shooters around Draymond? And obviously Steph and Clay, yes. Yeah. After that, now you're starting to... I mean, Wiggins is an inefficient dude. Who else is on the roster even after that? Like, it's it's tricky then. I think we'd see a, a ripper series. We saw it yeah, kind of last last year and the year before. But now you take out Durant, you got this new style. Um, that's a whole... We're projecting way forward. I think the last bit... I'm not the last bit, but we'll move on to... Like, there's... 
second tier in the or third tier in the East. If the top tier is Milwaukee, then yeah, I think Toronto, we need to Boston. hit on a couple of other but teams in the East before the All Star break. I think we were all pretty much like, okay, it's Milwaukee, but then Toronto, Boston, Miami, and even you could make the argument Philly's still in that group, and a little bit of Indiana. Well, yeah, dude. But I, since then, yeah, Miami and Philadelphia and Indiana have just all of them have just imploded. Uh, in the last ten, Miami's two and. Ten, I think they are. Yeah, they're on a weird slide. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think some I of know, these the rookies are hitting the wall. Well, I think yeah, you're you're so reliant. I mean, Hero's been out with a serious ankle injury. Jimmy missed a couple of games with personal reasons. But like, how much how much are you relying on Duncan Robinson? Well, they're mu- relying on him, man. Yeah, again, he's and he has been really good. But then you're relying a lot on an undrafted rookie and Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, Nunn and, yeah. Yeah. and these guys and. I love Bam, but he how how good is Bam? Bam's good. He's really good, but is he a game changer in some of these elite matchups? Yeah. And it doesn't look like he is right now. Is it just an overall slump? I think what we touched on, at least Beatty and I, being worried about Iguodala, obviously he's just come back. Mm. But he is 36 years old. He's broken down the last two playoffs we've seen him. And he looked really, really good next to Steph, Clay. Draymond and KD, this Miami team is has no one on that level. Mm. As much as I love Jimmy, no, he's got no one. They've got no one on that level. So I'm not sure how much Iguodala really helps. Crowder's like, like, I guess for the role, the role that the Warriors wanted him to do is much the same as the role that the Heat want him to do. He doesn't yeah. have the same supporting cast around him. Yeah. But what they're asking of him is essentially the same thing. So it's not as if it's like a crazy task for him to wrap his head around work it in he should be able to manage mm-hmm. they're asking yeah. him pretty much to be justice winslow with more experience yeah but i think ultimately the difference is right that the i don't want to say supporting cast because iggy is the supporting yeah. cast mm-hmm. right but the 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 main guys on the heat are not that's jake's point right? yeah they're, no, not, they're not they're not the warriors they're not and although I, the mentality that they've drilled into this heat team i really do think will show its colors in the playoffs when other teams are starting to second-guess themselves, I don't feel like the Heat will. I feel like that's when they'll ramp it up. I, I agree, but then now but you look at the standings and they're locked into either four or five. Yeah. Philly's half a game behind them. Yeah, it's after that. that We've mentioned the Miami, Philly, Indiana, and then after that, it's Nothing. trash. Yeah. Dude. It is like they're all going to make the playoffs. The East yeah. playoffs could be a six-team playoffs this year, really. But man, the we, other but two we, don't deserve to We be felt there. so much more excited about the playoffs when the, and those top six teams two months ago. But since then, we just touched on the heat. Yeah. Indiana have had no shot at integrating Oladipo. That's been an absolute yeah. shit show. Jeremy Lamb, not that he's... Jeremy Lamb, but, but he's important. Yeah, he he is, was in their yeah. top seven for sure. And then now Ben Simmons has this back thing, which is Philly terrifying. Is a, dude, I, yeah, should we do Philly for Yeah, let's do minutes? Philly. So, we'll, okay, Ben Simmons misses a game with the back tightness, comes back for the Milwaukee game, comes out of the Milwaukee game in five minutes and it's reported that he was actually going to be getting treatment on the back every time he came out. That sounds terrible and terrifying from a um, from a medical staff that has the faith of no one in the NBA. And then the next... And they get absolutely pummeled by, by the Milwaukee Bucks, by the way. I don't know... Yeah, it was just destruction. After Joel Embiid said he was the best player in the world, he yeah. comes into <laughs> Milwaukee and just gets murdered. Absolutely murdered. Joel Embiid needs to ratchet it back yeah. a little bit. And then and then he drop, yeah, he drops 40 or whatever it was on the nets and gets murdered by the Bucks and then drops 40-plus and has a career high against the Hawks. 
and he's like doing his dance and doing his thing. It's like, come on, man. Let's let's show a little bit of humility here yeah, and self awareness. That's what got everyone behind Embiid to begin with. The fact that he seemed like he was just like you and me. He was a yeah. He had that humility. Mm-hmm. He was a freak of nature, and even considering so, it was just like, no, nah, I just play for my teammates, try and win the game. That's what I'm all about. And I love the antics. And but now he's just like, he's not playing for his teammates. Simply put. Well, they, they, they've got chemistry issues, they got obviously. They've all sorts of chemistry issues, but... but like, the, the, the antics and the, and yeah. the memes and the Instagram stuff, that's all really good when you're competing and things are going really well, but when you're just getting your sh- destroyed... Watching him this year, it just feels like I'm looking at a man who's somewhat lost interest. Oof. He doesn't look as locked in as he has the other years. He's well, I think it's, it's, it's been some. We've seen him, and he's a, that's a top-five player. Yeah. He's an MVP candidate. And then he's invisible. And then he's got the fingers that are hanging off his hand. And now he's out for who knows how long with this sprained shoulder. Yeah. Which just happened yesterday. And then they lost to the Cavs. The, yeah. the Cavs. Who are hot. They've taken out the heat <laughs> in the Sixers. <laughs> they are. Giant killer yeah. Cavs. The JB Bickerstaff Cavs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the heat in the Sixers aren't in trouble. The Cavs are just <laughs> are that good. Kevin Porter Jr. But... This, and the Sixers got back today against the Knicks. Thank God they were playing against a bad team. But Tobias Harris dropped 30-something, 34, and 7-7. Seven and seven. Unleash Tobias. Get some confidence, man. But, man, so... But then 4-5-6, they're, they're a mess. And it almost doesn't matter now. Like, Miami and Philly or in that 4-5 spot. That'll be a fun series. But whoever wins that series is just the right to get fucking destroyed by Milwaukee in the yeah. next round. <laughs> I, I used to kind of think that one of them might give them a run for their money, but until I see anything different in these last 20 games, as we said, we're getting close. Yeah. What, what We need to see a lot from these teams quickly for them. I mean, Milwaukee's going to just roll right over them. Yeah. I'm out on the Sixers. If ben, <laughs> if ben is out and being re-evaluate, reevaluated in two weeks, who knows? <laughs> yeah, re-evaluate- Honestly, who knows when he's back? He might not be back. Yeah, reevaluated in two weeks. That leaves you like a couple of weeks before the playoffs, right? Like in that... Who knows if he'll even play again this year? And I mean, the big thing with Joel, right, is just like, I don't know whether he can do it against big teams. Yeah. I really, I, I've just got question marks on that. And I, I've soured on him a lot this season. I think what he you can, were saying. I think but. he can do it against big teams. Like last year in the playoffs, when the Raptors beat them, he played great. It wasn't necessarily his fault that they didn't make yeah. it. It was the role. It was literally the bounce of the ball. But yeah. to get to overtime. To get to overtime, yes. But, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I get your point, and I think you're right. But it's more like, let's assume that Ben's out yeah. indefinitely. Like, now it's just Joel. Like, does that help him mm. or not? Like, I don't know. You, you're going to expect 40 I, a night from Joel Embiid? I think it Is he going to be able to not break down physically in that period? Probably not. Big questions. Of his track record. Big questions. Yeah, and it's it's always what is this the six, the sixes and tatters again it's like obviously a bit of luck they've got unlucky now with the injuries with Ben because he's been so durable but roster construction yeah like terrible. they really shot themselves in the foot with like, these huge, huge contracts. immovable contracts mm. and to be fair everyone was kind of on board with the Horford signing like a lot yeah, of the were. media yeah. the, the NBA world we, we were kind of on board and even, we, we all three of us said it's going to be weird what they do with Joel and yeah. Horford we were like offensively it's going to be weird yeah. we didn't think it would be this weird we thought the defensive well that's the thing thing would they haven't been up. that good on defense they've been fine but they haven't been like we thought they would have they would have to be top three for sure And you, but they haven't been able to figure it out to be fair 
initially when Ben was healthy, Josh Richardson, when all five of them were healthy, they were really, really, at really good. At first they were. At first they were really good, but um, they haven't been... And then been... Josh Richardson went out for a while, and that really mucked things up. I feel like he's really good. He is really good, but... Um, he... But he's also not good on the offense. Not he's what fine. he's not elite on the offensive. No, end. and offensively, this team's got big problems offensively. Huge problems. So that's I think more than anything, that's my concern with this team, particularly I, if those two like, big guys are out. Call me crazy. I actually reckon if Joel and Ben are out, they'll go on a bit of a run with Horford and the other guys. You're back in the Tobias you're back Harris. in the run. I'm going. I'm back in the run. It's possible. Maybe, All three of them maybe. are really really good guys. The problem seems to be in the Ben Joel relationship. I don't see. I'm the. I I'm not backing them. I, I and I mean Toby had a good run on that Clippers team before he got traded. Mm. Horford has been part of a successful or reasonably successful Celtics team the last couple of years. So I know what you're saying, right? But I just don't know. I don't think a Tobias Harris, Horford, Josh Richardson big three is making noise against what the Celtics and the the Raptors yeah, they and need the Bucks a, are they doing. They need a scorer, man. Yeah. They need a scorer. Yeah, and look, so they lost to the Cavs. They they won a relatively tight game against the Knicks, and then the next game is against the Clippers. We just, I mean, we're We've getting... been saying it for years, but they literally need CJ McCollum. They, <laughs> they need a, a CJ McCollum, if not him himself. We're just getting a whole lot of Shake Milton and yeah. a whole lot of Furquan Corkmars. Who's been like, like great, really yeah. good? Like he's for, a spot up man for Corkmars. He's been really good. They need good. the ball handler that can cross people up, dribble into the paint, find an open man in the corner. They need that guy. It's a shamble. For heat sixes and paces are in a shamble. Lucky the Raptors are still really good. Raptors, Celtics, and Bucks are a bit of parity. Legit now, it's separated. The cream's right risen to the top. The yeah, the Raptors and Celtics are separated by one game. It's going to be a great race to the end of the season. You you know, at least those two teams will be playing hard. Um, Rematch: Celtics, Rockets. Um, They they lost a close one to the Rockets a couple weeks ago, and now they play again on Sunday so that's interesting yeah I reckon the Celtics yeah. are one of the few teams that could match up with well they the can Rockets. they can play that small ball style yeah. but the, the the Rockets are kind of showing so far that they are the best mm. in the league yeah. at playing this way until like this run right now they lost one game against the Suns without Westbrook who didn't play but other than that I think, they had, I think they've lost a game yeah so, although in saying that Russ and James have been scoring more than 30 points a game each for all of these wins so that's what they do. It seems fragile, though. That's what they seems do, like though. Shaky ground. Well, that's the model. That's I mean, what if if the Celtics were doing that, it would be yeah. Tatum and Brown yeah. doing that. So it's not. Yeah, it's, I think that's the the rotations tighten. I, I guess what I'm saying is the Celtics win games, even if someone has an off night. You know. Sure. But the I, Rockets, do the Celtics win a game if Tatum has goes back? I mean, he's been red hot lately, right? And I think his consistency I, has been there. I absolutely think they can win a game, even if he has an off night, even if he has a. 15 yeah, but can point. they do it against a mm. playoff team in the playoffs? Like, a, you know, mm. that's the question, I suppose. Yeah, well, the thing is, even when he had an off game against the Rockets, he was like five for fifteen, but he was everywhere. That's the thing. He's he's yeah, not defensively. He's, he's been still, really good, and yeah. he's and he's rebounding and all that stuff. So he's someone that actually impacts the ball and the game when they're having a sh- off shooting night. And the he key loves is, it. Yeah, no, he's he, yeah. They're they're loving it. the vibes are so. Uh, I had such a bad time last year. I'm like waiting for it, I'm like waiting for it all to fall apart. Like every single game and every single week, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, this is the best thing that ever could happen. And I just 
shit was so fucked last year. See, the problem is they got you up so high. Yeah. You had all that way to fall. <laughs> exactly. And now I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I've been, I've been hurt. I'm got my, got my barriers up here. Um, but yeah, boys, another, another good weekend of games coming up. We're in the home stretch here. I am so keen. Until next week, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Give Jakey's Twitter a follow, at Jake Eisenberg. Uh, give us a subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you Pod listen life. to your pods. Till next week. Peace.